Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. Tonight is Thursday, August the 6th, 2015, and tonight we're continuing our study in Isaiah with Chapter 28. And, um, Eli, did you have anything you wanted to say before we get started? I just wanted to reiterate uh, verse 12 of Chapter 27, and it shall come to pass in that day that Yahweh shall thresh from the channel of the river unto the stream of Egypt. And uh, this probably... It could be the Euphrates, the first one onto the river of Egypt, because that was the theme of the um, area possessed by the Israelites in the days of Christ, uh, that being the Alexandrian Judahites uh, to the Parthians who controlled you know, that vast territory of, uh, what's it called now, uh, Mesopotamia, okay? And then and you shall be gathered one by one, O you children of Israel, uh, meaning there's not going to be a massive conversion to the truth Mm -hmm. in these end times. It's just going to be a very slow one-by-one awakening of uh, Israelites just before the Judgment Day. It's definitely not a mass conversion. I know that. that's for sure. That's for sure. Okay. Well, um... (laughs) oh, by the way, I said... Some guy sent me a great cartoon, <laughs> and uh, you've probably seen, uh, I think it was, oh, I forget the great painter in Italy. Uh, it's it's probably in the, the Vatican ceiling where you see the arm of God reaching down to touch the arm of Adam. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I can't remember if in the original painting they're actually touching, but... <laughs> But it's the arm of God reaching down. Has got a, he's got a brain in his hand. And the, the arm reaching up is, uh, no, I, I don't need that. I'm a liberal. <laughs> that cracked me up. Yeah, Isaiah says he wants to see a 50. Well, Isaiah was there. Isaiah was there and talking with, uh, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, I just forgot his name, <laughs> Greg. Uh, so uh, and yes, we called him Lieutenant Colonel SC, and uh, I, I just called him the Demon Killer. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, uh, well, I don't, we can't. Well, he says he could take us for a tour uh, if we really want to. He'd have to, you know, he'd, he'd have to uh, make a lot of clearances to do so. But yeah, you know, I'm not really interested. I got wow. other stuff to do. Yeah, I, don't know uh, I, I don't know if I'd be able to sleep at night if I yeah, did something like right. that. Now, he says a lot of people, after seeing what they what they saw, didn't they? They they, they had nightmares for weeks. Yeah, but uh, if that's your job, then it doesn't bother you, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if you do it every day, day in and day out, it's just like yeah. uh, you don't think anything yeah, about it's it. Yeah, it's like working at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Dead meat. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Okay. Isaiah right. 28. Chapter 28. Oh, to the crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim, whose glorious beauty is a fading flower, which are on the head of the fat valleys of them that are overcome with wine. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the Ephraimites would be the British uh, you know, and the Irish, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the Americans, you know, Ephraim and Manasseh, they're, they're mixed together. You can't say that Britain is Ephraim and Manasseh is America. There's just so mixed together that both Britain and America would, you know, actually the English-speaking tribes would be Ephraim and Manasseh, wherever you okay. will find them, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, etc. Mm-hmm. Although probably not in South Africa. They're really not English-speaking they're Germanic, so uh, the South African, the, the Boer people are primarily Judites. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, chapter 28, I mean, uh, verse 2. Behold, Yahweh has a mighty and strong one, which has a tempest of hail and a destroying storm, as a flood of mighty waters overflowing, shall cast down to the earth with the hand. <clears throat> verse 3. The crown of pride, the drunkards of Ephraim, shall be trodden under feet. And yeah, well, I mean, uh, that's uh, that's happened in two world wars, and it's happening now with the invasion of Muslims in, you know, in, in Europe, in, in Britain, and uh, the invasion of Mexicans and others in America. Yeah, all of this... Um, Mixing it, it always involves them coming in our countries. That's never, right. Never the opposite. Right. Verse four, and the glorious beauty which is on the head of the fat valley shall be as fading flower, and as the hasty fruit before the summer, which when he that looks upon it sees, while it is yet in his hand, he eats it up. In that day shall Yahweh of hosts be for a crown of glory and for a diadem of beauty unto the residue of his people. Yeah, okay, it's a residue. Not all of them, again. It's just the residue. residue. Yeah. Remnant. And for a spirit of judgment to him that sits in judgment, and for strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. But they also have erred through wine, and through strong drink are out of the way. The priest and the prophet have erred through strong drink. They are swallowed up of wine. They are out of the way through strong drink. They err in vision, they stumble in judgment. For all tables are full of vomit and filthiness, so that there is no place clean. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, you could say that about modern culture uh, in America and Britain. It's pretty filthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, entertainment is is vulgar. Is that what uh, you call it, entertainment? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what, they, that's what the Jews call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's basically, uh, you know, pornography and, uh, oh, I guess, uh, even prostitution, you know, that's entertainment these days, too, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the homosexuals are taking over uh, the the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. Uh, the Catholic priests have the same attitude toward, toward uh, what altar boys and altar girls. It's mm-hmm. really a filthy, disgusting world. We're living in. You know, it, it reminds me of the verse, um, and I can't remember where it is, but about a little leaven leavens the whole. Right. Month. Yeah. And you know how all this stuff it gets started with just 
just yeah. a little bit. It starts off almost innocently enough, kind of like, I guess, the uh, uh, Playboy magazines many years ago. They weren't really that um, of course, explicit. they had nudity, but they explicit, weren't that explicit. Right. Yeah, but right. it just it, it increases more and more. Oh, and yeah, more. it gets worse and worse constantly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and foul language, you know, the F word used to be uh, very rare, and you would caution children not to use it. Now the children are using it more than their parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't, you can't see a play or a movie without the F word running through the whole thing from beginning to end. It, it's just really sick and disgusting. And I know I've heard some people say, well, it's just words. Yeah, but right. No, it's an attitude. Yeah. It, it really is. It is an attitude because mm-hmm. what, what comes out of your mouth is in your heart, right? That's right. So if you're if yeah. you're using that kind of language, then you must have something going it on It means inside. you have no respect for anything. You're a nihilist. That's what it means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think a lot of a lot of guys do it. I guess it look it, maybe it sounds macho yeah. or something. Yeah. You know. But and that must be why the dykes do it too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, verse nine. For whom, I mean, uh, whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. In other words, those who have matured, those who have matured by their acceptance of the law, right, and the uh, real traditions of Israel, the real traditions of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Or with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. Namely English. To whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. And it's true that all 12 tribes have learned English, even though it's not always their first language. The vast majority of Israelites all over the world have English as either first or second language. Yeah, most uh, Europeans can speak English. That's right. But most people in the United States can't speak another language. <laughs> That's right. And I'm one of those. They can barely speak English, too. <laughs> uh, let's see, verse 13. But the word of Yahweh was unto them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. Wherefore, hear the word of Yahweh. Ye scornful men that rule this people which is in Jerusalem. Because you have said, We have made a covenant with death, and with hell are we at agreement. With the Jews, right? Mm hmm. Uh, the, uh, the state of Israel. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a, a bumper sticker tonight with somebody on their, on their car said, Support Israel. Had a right. picture of Israel, I thought. Yeah, you know, I'm sure that's a church-going person who, who right sits in the pew supports and evil, right, and supports supports Satan's kids. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> uh, when the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hid ourselves. Well, this is exactly how deluded the Judeo-Christians and the Christian Zionists are. Mm-hmm. Totally deluded. 
And I don't know. I guess it is their fault. But, I mean, a lot of what they're just going by what they're taught. Sure. You know, the, the corruption comes from the top. Yeah. The preachers who are teaching this yeah. nonsense. But surely they have to have some pangs of conscience uh, compared to, you know, what... I mean, it's... They have to know the atrocities committed, being committed by the Israelis against the Palestinians and others. Not when you uh, watch TV all the time, and yeah. that's not what TV tells you, you know. Yeah. But still, you know, it's you know, the Bible says that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, but the Jews are the promoters of war. You know, uh, what don't you understand? Mm -hmm. Right. So Jesus certainly isn't supporting that stuff. And how would you like it if you had lived on land and some, right. somebody yeah. came in and took it, you know? Yeah, yeah. how would you like it if your 18-month child was burned alive? Yeah. Right, how would you like it? Well, they're probably going to find out. You think? Yep. Could be. Well, look what's happening in California. <laughs> what's that? Right. Go look what's happening in California, not west. Uh, Half the uh, West is on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Verse um, 16. Therefore, thus saith Yahweh God, Behold, I lay in Zion a foundation for a... I lay in Zion for a foundation a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believes shall not make haste. Speaking of Christ here, right? Yes. Stone. Mm -hmm. Verse 17, judgment also will I lay to the line, and righteousness to the plummet, and the hail shall sweep away the refuge of life, and the water shall overflow the hiding place. And your covenant with death shall be disannulled, and your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, then you shall be trodden down by it. So, of course, this is uh, true of Ephraim as the Assyrians were you know, coming across the land, but it's also true of uh, white Christians who have abandoned his laws, and uh, they have made an agreement with death. You know, and uh, I, I really, I really can't accept the idea that they don't know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, they've been lied to by their priests, mm -hmm. but surely they have to know the difference between right or wrong. And they have chosen to turn a blind eye yeah. to all the evil that's going on in the world. Because it's not just Israel, it's homosexuality, it's child molestation, it's abortion. You know, the, the modern churches have turned a blind eye to all of that stuff. Yeah, they really have. You think with, with all of this going on, the churches should be the, the in, in an uproar. Over right. It. It should you be. don't hear anything from no, them. Nothing. No, absolutely nothing. And I know somebody put it uh, really well. I don't know if it was in the chat room last week or, or somewhere else where I read it. Every uh, uh, churchgoer should ask the pastor if their church is a 501c3 corporation. And if it is, uh, the, the, the congregation has to demand <laughs> that they stop doing that or leave, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, that's you know obviously they're not going to change that. You know if if your church is a 501c3 corporation. It's working for the IRS and not for Yahweh. It's working mm -hmm. for the Jews, not for Yahweh. So the best thing to do is just leave, because uh, you know you're going to be if you try to raise a stink about that in a Judeo church, they'll run yeah. you out of the church, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I would bet most most of them really they don't care. They don't right, see, they don't care. They don't. It, it doesn't affect them. So it, it's really all about you know me, 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 me. Yep. It doesn't affect me. I don't care. They, the gays can do whatever they want to do. Right. Know? Who cares? Yeah. I, I think that's the attitude. Yeah, as as long as they don't hurt me or my children, right? But they will get hurt. It's just a question of time. And, you know, I hear people say, well, I don't have a problem with gays. They're not bothering me. Well, yeah, you know, right. we're supposed to hate what Yahweh hates. That's right. And he doesn't like that. He doesn't approve of it. So if you call yourself a Christian, you have to stand against that kind that's, of thing. That's exactly right. Whether it offends you personally or not is it doesn't matter. It offends Yahweh, so you, if you're going to stand with him, yes. you got to do it. Yeah, and verse 18 says he is going to annul our covenant with death with violence. He's done, How many times has he done this in the past? Many. <laughs> All right, it's going to happen again. Yeah. There's no doubt. <clears throat> verse 19, from the time that it goes forth, it shall take you from more for morning by morning shall it pass over, by day and by night, and it shall be a vexation only to understand the report. For the bed is shorter that, for the bed is shorter than that a man can stretch himself on it, and the covering narrower than he can wrap himself in it. For Yahweh shall rise up as in Mount Perizim, he shall be wroth as in the valley of Gibeon, that he may do his work, his strange work and bring to pass his act, his strange act. Now therefore be ye not mockers, lest your bands be made strong. For I have heard from Yahweh God of hosts a consumption, even determined upon the whole earth. Yes, upon the whole earth. That's right. <clears throat> Give ye ear and hear my voice. Hearken and hear my speech. Does the plowman plow all day to sow? Does he open and break the clods of his ground? When he has made plain the face thereof, does he not cast abroad the pitches and scatter the cumin and last and cast it in the principal wheat and the pointed barley and the rye in their place? For his God does instruct him to discretion and does teach him. For the pitches are not threshed with a threshing instrument, neither is a cartwheel turned about upon the cumin. But the fishes are beaten out with a staff, and the cumin with a rod. This kind of sounds like the parable of the wheat and the tares. Yeah, almost, right. Red corn is bruised, because he will not ever be threshing it, nor break it with the wheel of his cart, nor bruise it with his horsemen. This also comes forth from Yahweh of hosts, which is wonderful in counsel and excellent in working. Okay, so uh, with uh, you know the sweeping army, uh, there's there's going to be famine, and uh, you know with the uh, California on fire, <laughs> and, uh, and and other things. You know, it's uh, I don't know what the weather's like in the South right now. Uh, we did uh, have a brief heat wave uh, last week, and uh, now it's back to uh, 80s, 81, 82, 83 by day, and 67 by night, which is really quite. Pr- quite pleasant mm-hmm. so it's supposed to stay this way for quite some time so uh but the rest of the country uh they're having storms on the east coast and fires on the west coast so it's uh 
I think that's where most of the evil is, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where most of the Jews live, right? Although there are a lot of Jews in Chicago, that's for sure. You know, have you noticed a lot of the uh, newest crappy trends start in California? Yeah, right. And they always spread east. <laughs> right. Like everything lousy starts out there in California. Well, uh, well, good things do. Trendy things start in California, too. Like uh, you know, they're they're starting to eat sauerkraut because f- fermented sauerkraut is really good for your digestion, right? So, so they they, they find the trendy things as far as far as food goes, but they certainly lead the world in uh, depravity, mm-hmm. you know, because really anything goes in Hollywood. Yeah, hey, you, you can buy anything in Hollywood. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that, that's Jew headquarters of the entertainment business. The, the, oh, yeah. 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 And that's gotten considerably worse, you know, because like in the 50s, uh, Marilyn Monroe was like uh, the uh, epitome of, of a, a tart, let's say, as the British call it, right? She's uh, nothing compared to Yeah, right. It's, it's nothing to, compared to what women are doing in Hollywood today. I mean, publicly. and I mean, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, in fact, uh, Bruce Jenner, or should I call him Caitlyn? That <laughs> uh, that whole Kardashian family—it's obvious that the mother is pushing the girls to expose themselves for money. That's obviously mm-hmm. what she's doing. You know, so you know, how are all these girls going to end up? You know, they're all going to be Hollywood tramps. You know, mm-hmm. all to it. Yeah. Do you know where Bruce Jenner was born and raised? No. Sandy Hook, Connecticut. Imagine really? That. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, Sandy Hook has gone bad too. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know all about Sandy Hook. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's life. where that uh, f- uh, false uh, false school attack took place. Yeah. 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 Just, it, I just thought that was weird. I, I looked it up yeah. one night on the internet, and I wondered uh-huh. where. And all that big fuss. Yeah. I wonder where he was born. It said Sandy Hook, Connecticut. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, I didn't. There's yeah. the connection, you know. It, it, right. It's all, it's all connected. It, it, uh, right. But I think in this case, I have to think, Dan, that this whole thing with uh, Caitlin may be um, staged. Staged? Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you that. I thought Just maybe the they're influence not young people. about it. But yeah. influence young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think maybe this was a a, a deal that uh, Bruce Jenner had with the, his? Yeah, he was his, probably going bankrupt, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Especially if he was surrounded by all those Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, hey, well, here, why don't you do this? Why don't you pretend to be a transgender person? We'll we'll pay you really good money to do it. And obviously, the publicity is uh, tremendous, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about free publicity. <laughs> yeah, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but uh, the, the Hollywood is not going to come to its senses. It's just going to keep getting worse. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, chapter 29. Woe to Ariel. And we're talking about Jerusalem here, right? It's uh, Ariel. Uh, yeah. And uh, chapter Isaiah 29, woe to Ariel. To Ariel, the city where David dwelt. Add ye year to year, let them kill sacrifices. Yet I will distress Ariel, and there shall be heaviness and sorrow, and it shall be unto me as Ariel. 
And I will camp against thee round about, and will lay siege against thee with a mount. And I will raise forts against thee. And thou shalt be brought down, and shalt speak out of the ground, and thy speech shall be low out of the dust. And thy voice shall be as of one that hath a familiar spirit out of the ground, and thy speech shall whisper out of the dust. Moreover, the multitude of thy strangers shall be like small dust, and the multitude of the terrible ones shall be as chaff that passes away. Yea, it shall be at an instant suddenly. Thou shalt be visited of Yahweh of hosts with thunder, and with earthquake, and great noise, with storm and tempest, and the flame devouring of fire. Flame of devouring fire. Yeah, and it's happening today. I mean, uh, these uh, huge forest fires are getting bigger all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, they happen, this happens every year out there. Yeah. In the summer, they get those fires yeah. every year. But uh, the ones they've had this year are like the biggest ever. I mean, it's like. Uh, oh, are they? I, yeah. I haven't following it that closely. Yeah. <clears throat> Verse 7 And the multitude of all the nations that fight against Ariel, even all that fight against her and her munition, and that distress her, shall be as a dream of a night vision. It shall even be as when a hungry man dreams, and beholds, he eats but he awakes and his soul is empty. Or as when a thirsty man dreams and beholds, he drinks. But when he awakes and behold, he is faint and his soul has appetite. So shall the multitude of all the nations be that fight against Mount Zion. Amen. <laughs> They'll only be yeah. fed in their dreams. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a losing game. Yeah, that's right. Verse 9, stay yourselves and wonder. Cry ye out and cry. They are drunken, but not with wine. They stagger, but not with strong drink. For Yahweh has poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep, and has closed your eyes, the prophets and your rulers. The seers has he covered. Yes, uh, drunk with delusion, with false doctrine. Really mm-hmm. drunk. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it, these people, and we're talking about Israelites here, these people can't, uh, if, if you draw it out on a map, <laughs> how to get to A to B, they can't see the map. That's how mm-hmm. deluded they are. And, and they're they, happy about it. They don't care either. Right. Well, it's just that's the way drunks are, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you, you tell a drunk, hey, you better sober up. You're, you're just going to you're gonna fall down in the gutter and crack your skull open, and they laugh at you. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't want to hear the truth. That's right. It's like trying to give a brain to a liberal. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be done. (laughs) Verse 11. And the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed, which men deliver to one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he says, I cannot, for it is sealed. And the book is delivered to him that is not learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he says, I am not learned. It is an interesting verse because the fact of the matter is, uh, even the Catholic Church admits that it can't understand the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. right? And that nobody can understand it. But they're not learned. They're, they're ignorant because they're, they're teaching. They, make, they simply make up their doctrine as they go along, just like the Jews do, right? Mm-hmm. But they have uh, all kinds of universities and, uh, you know, Priestly training, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, where they learn nonsense, <laughs> but not scripture, right? 
So they, they, they can't see it. It's it's sealed from their eyes. They can't see it. Mm-hmm. When you were growing up, and I know you grew up in the Catholic Church. Right. What did they teach when you would when you would go in on Sundays? I mean, what? Uh, well, they they go by what they call a catechism, which is a, a basic set of doctrines. Some of it's drawn from the Bible, but a lot of it isn't. Right. And uh, but they do not encourage Catholics to read the Bible. Very very few Catholics. Uh, I don't recall knowing any Catholics uh, sitting down and reading the Bible. I'm the I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm the only one because I had independent interest in the Bible. That was after I was a Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. So you're given a missal. They teach from the missal, and they have their 52 sermons per year, you know, which are repeated every year, every week of every year, and that's it. You know, that that's how Catholicism works, and most of the other denominations work that way now too. Mm-hmm. So you never get expansive training in the Bible, never. And in the Catholic Church, there's no encouragement for individual Catholics to read their Bibles, none whatsoever. It's, it's never brought up. Uh, n- never once did a priest say, you know, because uh, uh, the school I went to was a Catholic school. I went to a public high school, but I went to a Catholic grade school. Never once were we encouraged to read the Bible. And I uh, have uh, asked other Catholics, were you ever encouraged to read the Bible? And the universal answer is no. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, did you ever read it? During church service on Sunday, did you? Uh, yeah, a little bit. You know, they, I mean, they would quote a verse here and there. Yeah. But very, very little. I mean, it amounts to nothing. Kind of like all right. these other yeah. churches. Yeah, exactly. Much what they do too. Yeah, I remember uh, the one in the church basement. Uh, we had a lecture from a traveling priest, uh, and he was just basically giving his personal opinion or church's opinion about. You know, growing up and uh, you know being chased and things like that, but never not not a single quote from the Bible. That's about yeah. the only sermon I remember. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the rest of it was pretty lame. <laughs> yeah. Sounds, sounds like it had a the Catholic Church had a big influence on you, Eli. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I had the worst tiredness record of anybody. <laughs> I was bored to death. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. I would rather stay home and read the morning no- newspaper. And my, my my mother practically had to kick me out the door. <laughs> it wasn't that I w- would sleep late. I just didn't want to go to school. You know, I mean, it wasn't. I didn't hate school. I just, uh, you know, was bored with it. You know. Mm-hmm. Just, didn't have me. Didn't have me. I was more, you know. Let me put it this way: there's a lot of Catholic doctrine mixed in with the uh, in the daily routine. Okay, mm-hmm. but I did have a couple of good. I had a really good English teacher, and so I looked forward to going to her class. And uh, a couple of the nuns were really uh, feisty and funny, so I didn't mind going to their classes. But I remember Sister Noreen was a real. Um, how should I put it? Grouch. She was a real grouch. And she had hard knuckles. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> In those days, the, the, the nuns would hit the hit the kids. Oh, you know, really? That didn't, oh, yeah, you had corporal punishment, yeah. I mean, that didn't punch you, hit you. I mean, no. not... Well, I, I, that happened, too. You know, they had a they had a stick, you know, to, to swatch you out of behind. But, they, you know, 
they, they would grab you by the arm and shake you and things like that. You know, they were, they were allowed to do kind of that kind of thing. So were the public schools. But now corporal punishment is taboo. Right? Yeah. Kids are coddled. Can't do and, it today. Yeah, and in those days, the parents even supported that. You know, if, mm-hmm. kid, if my kid gets out of line, you slap him, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> slap him around a little bit. Uh, but not anymore, you know, because corporal punishment is is a liberal. Uh, it's too extreme for liberals. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, chapter, I mean, uh, verse 13. Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear towards me is taught by the precepts of men. Yep. Wait, is this 100% accurate today? Yep, yes, it totally applies today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work amongst this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder. For the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hid. Get this service over with so I can go and play golf. Yeah. Woe unto them that seek deep to hide their counsel from Yahweh. And their works are in the dark. And they say, who sees us and who knows us? Yeah, and we're still talking about Israelites here. We're not talking Mm -hmm. about Jews. Right. Yeah. Surely your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as the potter's clay. For shall the work say of him that made it, he made me not? Or shall the thing framed say of him that framed it, he had no understanding? Yeah, and it's uh, repeated by Paul at Romans uh, 9.20. Yep. Who are you to complain how, you know, what Yahweh is doing? Do you think you're better than Yahweh? <laughs> yeah, oh, you want to yeah. make the universe yourself? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> see what you can do with it. <laughs> yeah, see how good you are. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> Is it not yet a very little while, and Lebanon shall be turned into a fruitful field, and the fruitful field shall be esteemed as a forest? And in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book, and the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity and out of darkness. The meek also shall increase their joy in Yahweh, and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. And we're seeing that happening today. It's the the meek and the poor. And again, it goes back to the verses, one by one, Yahweh will draw his people back unto him. Okay? Mm-hmm. The people who are, you know, who look around and look at the world and see how evil it is and turn, turn back to Yahweh. <clears throat> Verse 20, for the terrible one is brought to naught, and the scorner is consumed, and all that watch for iniquity are cut off, that make a man an offender for a word and lay a snare for him that reproves in the gate. And you better not aside. use the N-word. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better not whatever, use the N-word. Whatever you do, don't fly that Confederate flag. Right, <laughs> or the J-word. <laughs> better, the J-word. better use yeah. that J-word with respect. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's total censorship. Yep. Verse 22, Therefore thus saith Yahweh who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob, Jacob shall now, Jacob shall not now be ashamed, neither shall his face no wax pale, now wax pale. But when he sees his children, the work of mine hands, in the midst of him, they shall sanctify my name. Amen. And sanctify the Holy One of Jacob. 
and shall fear the God of Israel. Now, even uh, Pastor Dan Johns on Sunday made mention of the fact that uh, Christian identity is having an influence in the general population. More and more people are using the name of Yahweh, and more and more people are using the name of Yahshua. You know, it's uh, it's becoming uh, it's becoming trendy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so people are catching on that uh, Yahweh has a name and his son has a name. Okay, and it's not Jesus, and it's not Lord. It's Yahweh and Yeshua, and more and more people are catching on to it. That that, that is, uh, I've been seeing that a lot myself, also. Really? Yeah. Yeah, on the internet, uh, uh, more and more people are using uh, the real names. Okay. Yeah, on the internet, I haven't encountered too many people yeah. in uh, in real life. I mean, yeah, on the right. internet, yeah, but not in not in uh, yeah in real life. <clears throat> oh, it's not real life. <laughs> oh, well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Am I talking to a machine? <laughs> yeah, our, our internet armchair activists. <laughs> armchair activists. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Verse 24: They also that erred in spirit shall come to understanding. And they that murmured shall learn doctrine. Okay, so of course some of the prodigal sons and daughters will return, but uh, there's there's not much hope for the masses. Uh, you know, there really isn't. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're you know they'll be blind until the judgment day comes. Because they just don't care. Yeah, Most of them don't right. Care. They don't care. They're they're happy with what they got. Well, I think I think a lot of people can't see the big picture. It's um, yeah. You know the the eternity we're talking about here. All they can see is right. the next. You know. Well, the they're still comfortable. Day. They're still comfortable. Yeah, you they're know, comfortable. That's yeah. it. I mean, when you have a job and you got a roof over your head, you got food on your table, right? And you got some inter- entertainment once in a while. What What do you need? Yeah. With, right. You what, do you need with <laughs> what do you need with Yahweh? What do you need with Yahweh? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Chapter thirty. Woe to the rebellious children, saith Yahweh, that take counsel, but not of me, and that cover with a covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin, that want to go down into Egypt, or slavery, and have not asked at my mouth, to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh, and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame, and the trust in the shadow of Egypt, your confusion. For his princes were at Zoan, and his ambassadors came to Hanus. They were all ashamed of a people that could not profit them, nor be a help nor profit, but a shame and also a reproach. The burden of the beasts of the south into the land of trouble and anguish, from whence come the young and old lions, the viper and fiery flying serpent. They will carry their riches upon the shoulders of young asses and their treasures upon the bunches of camels to a people that shall not profit them. For the Egyptians shall help in vain and to no purpose. Therefore have I cried concerning this. Their strength is to sit still or to wait upon Yahweh, I guess is a better way of putting uh-huh. it. Verse 8, Now go write it before them in a table. And wrote and noted in a book 
that it may be for the time to come forever and ever, that this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of Yahweh. That's right. Boy, we got plenty of those yeah. today. That's right. Go to any church. That's right. <laughs> Which say to the seers, see not, and to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things. <laughs> Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy deceit. In other words, tell us what we want to hear. We don't want to hear the truth. We don't want to hear anything that makes us uncomfortable. Listen to Joel Osteen. There you go. (laughs) Get any smoother than him. (laughs) Wasn't it his wife that said... She's even smoother than he is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, What was it she said a few weeks ago? She said, you don't worship God for him. You do it for yourself. It's all about you. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean that's what they that's how they get people. They they make it into sure. being all about them, you know. Right. It's selfish. It's a selfish. Yeah. The gospel of personal salvation. Yeah. There you, that's it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to say. <clears throat> Verse eleven. Get ye out of the way. Turn aside out of the path. <clears throat> Cause the holy one of Israel to cease from before us. Wherefore thus saith the holy one of Israel. Because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay thereon, therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking comes suddenly at an instant. And he shall break it as the breaking of the potter's vessel that is broken in pieces. He shall not spare, so that there shall not be found in the bursting of it assured to take fire from the hearth, or to take water withal out of the pit. For thus saith Yahweh God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall your strength, shall be your strength, and you would not. But you said, No, for we will flee upon horses. Therefore shall ye flee, and we will ride upon the swift. Therefore shall they that pursue you be swift. One thousand shall flee at the rebuke of one, and at the rebuke of five shall you flee, till you be left as a beacon upon the top of a mountain, and as an ensign on a hill. <clears throat> it kind of sounds like the curses of uh, yeah. Deuteronomy 28, doesn't it? Right. Verse 18, And therefore will Yahweh wait, that he may be gracious unto you, and therefore will he be exalted that he may have mercy upon you. For Yahweh is a God of judgment. Blessed are they that wait for him. Not those that fly away. In a right, right. <clears throat> for the people shall dwell in Zion at, at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. When he shall hear it, he will answer you. And though Yahweh give you the bread of the the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, you shall not, thy teachers, be removed into a corner any more. But thine eyes shall see the te- thy teachers, and thy ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk you in it. And when you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left. Straight is the gate that <laughs> leads to, you know, uh, what is it, uh, not heaven. Uh, salvation, but broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Mm-hmm. You shall defile. You shall defile also the covering of thy graven images of silver, 
and the ornament of thy molten images of gold. Thou shalt cast them away as a monstrous, as a minstrous cloth. Thou shalt say unto it, Get thee hence. No. To my gold and silver? <laughs> <clears throat> that that's impossible. <laughs> that day's coming too. Yeah. Then shall he give the rain of thy seed, that thou shalt sow the ground withal, and bread of the increase of the earth, and it shall be fat and plenteous. In that day shall thy cattle feed in large pastures. The oxen likewise, and the young asses that ear the ground, shall eat clean provender, which has been winnowed with the shovel and with the fan. And there shall be upon every high mountain and upon every high hill rivers and streams of waters in the day of the great slaughter. Ooh. When the towers fall. Ooh, when the towers fall. Twin towers of... Uh, Twin now, towers. Now, 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 Rabbi Khan didn't uh, use this verse for his uh, prediction, right? Uh, he, he assumed that uh, Isaiah 9, 10, and 11 were pertinent to America. But this one may be more pertinent to America. Isaiah thirty twenty five. When the towers yep. fall. More they have the fallen. Of... And things are going pretty bad <laughs> ever since. Yeah, and um, the false flag attacks have been yeah, one right after another. Yeah, one right yeah. after another, yeah. It's almost like uh, you can't believe anything the mainstream media says anymore. It's all staged. It, it really is. I mean, yeah. you can't you can't trust any of it. You have to look yeah. into it. And yeah. <clears throat> Verse twenty six. Moreover, the light of the moon shall be as the light of the sun, and the light of the sun shall be sevenfold, as the light of seven days, in the day that Yahweh binds up the breach of his people and heals the stroke of their wound. Okay, uh, I'm surprised. Uh, I've got the proper name version here. I'm surprised there's a cross reference to uh, Revelation where it talks about, you know, the, the moon. But actually it says the moon shall be darkened and uh, the sun shall not give her light. So it's it's actually, uh, it's possible that both can take place. Let's say Nibiru comes from the south and the reflection of the light uh, of uh, the sun and Nibiru at the same time on the moon will make, will make the moon see, appear a lot brighter. But then on the return, when it, if it goes between the uh, sun and the earth, then that will make the uh, moon darker, okay? So the, the same passage of uh, a celestial body, which orbits the sun, could have, you know, do both at uh, different times. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see, verse 27. Behold, the name of Yahweh comes from far, burning with his anger, and the burden thereof is heavy. His lips are full of indignation, and his tongue as a devouring fire, and his breath as an overflowing stream shall reach to the midst of the neck to sift the nations with the sieve of vanity. (laughs) And there shall be a bridle in the jaws of the people, causing them to err. You shall have a... You shall have a song as in the night when a holy when a holy solemnity is kept, and gladness of heart as when one goes with a pipe to come into the mountain of Yahweh, to the mighty one of Israel, 
And Yahweh shall cause his glorious voice to be heard, and shall sow the lighting down of his arm with the indignation of his anger and with the flame of a devouring fire, with scattering and tempest and hailstones. For through the voice of Yahweh shall the Assyrian be beaten down, which smote with a rod. And in every place where the grounded staff shall pass, which Yahweh shall lay upon him, it shall be with tabrets and harps, and in battles of shaking will he fight with it. For Tophet is ordained of old, yea, for the king it is prepared, it has made it deep and large, the pile thereof is fire and much wood, and breath of Yahweh, like a stream of brimstone, does kindle it. Yeah, Tophet is like a funeral pyre. It's usually uh, dug into a pit. And in the old days, uh, under Baal worship, the uh, priests would uh, throw babies live into the Tophet. Oh, wow. As, as sacrifice, yeah. And the Israelites participated in that. Mm-hmm. Following those Canaanite rituals. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, I think we can get through with chapter 31 here. Yeah. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help, and stay on horses, and trust in chariots, because they are many, and in horsemen, because they are very strong. But they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek Yahweh. Woe be those who look to NATO, Uh instead of to Yahweh. And the United Nations. That's right. Yet he also is wise and will bring evil, and will not call back his words, but will arise against the house of the evildoers, and against the help of them that work iniquity. Now the Egyptians are men, and not God, and their horses flesh, and not spirit. When Yahweh shall stretch out his hand, both he that helps shall fall, and he that is helping shall fall down, and they all shall fail together. <laughs> right. We'll all fall down. <laughs> yeah. For thus has Yahweh spoken unto me, like as the lion and the young lion roaring on his prey. When a multitude of shepherds is called forth against him, he will not be afraid of their voice, nor abase himself to the noise of them. So shall Yahweh of hosts come down to fight for Mount Zion, and for the hill thereof. As birds flying, so will Yahweh of hosts defend Jerusalem, defending also he will deliver it. And passing over, will he preserve it? Turn ye unto him from whom the children of Israel have deeply revolted. For in that day every man shall cast away his idols of silver and his idols of gold, which your own hands have made unto you for a sin. Then shall the Assyrian fall with the sword, not of a mighty man, and the sword, not of a mean man, shall devour him. But he shall flee from the sword, and his young men shall be discomfited. Forced laborers I have here in this uh, translation. Okay. And he shall pass over to his stronghold for fear, and his princes shall be afraid of the inside, saith Yahweh, whose fire is in Zion and his furnace in Jerusalem. They're afraid of the stars and bars. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, Chris, Pete, and I were talking today uh, about uh, possibly doing a uh, a video 
for a year folk radio about the uh you know ensigns of israel you know the uh the heraldry mm-hmm. and uh it's and he pointed out that the original uh flag of uh, ireland was a version of the stars and bars but the center of it was kind of offset it wasn't it wasn't a clean cross okay it was offset a little bit and uh i you know i couldn't uh it just occurred to me when I'm looking at it, it was probably a knot. There might have been a knot in the center of it, causing it to look, look causing it to look crooked. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, but maybe the the knot was lost, you know, in, in later versions of the flag. I don't know, but uh, it's certainly the case. Uh, so what the what they want me to do is uh, Paul and, and Chris is to uh, uh, hone down the uh, marks of Israel. Uh, and make it shorter so we can turn it into a video, and it also include the red hand of Ulster as another mark of Israel. Okay, so uh, we're going to work on that. It's probably going to take us three or four months to complete it, but uh, this will be the first video production of Eurofolk Radio. So, uh, looking very much forward to putting that out, and so we'll we'll sell it as CDs, and of course we'll put it up for free too, you know, on the website. Mm-hmm. But for people who want a physical copy, it'll be our, our first uh, physical uh, production from Eurofolk Radio. So uh, we're, we're very excited to, to be doing this. So looking forward to ha- getting it out. Yeah, that sounds good. Very yeah. educational. I yes. Mean, uh, a lot of people need to, to know about that. So. Right, right. And especially because you have all these so-called black Hebrews <laughs> thinking yeah. they're, that they're Israelites. Uh, this will just destroy that idea <laughs> totally. You know, oh, without without even mentioning black Hebrews, there's no point in even mentioning it. You know, it's just going to give the proof that we uh, we Caucasians are the Israelites of the Bible. There, there's no other possible interpretation once you know all the facts, right? There's no such thing as a black Hebrew. No, that's right. There's no, <laughs> thing, no such thing as a Jewish Hebrew either. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, oh, by the way. Uh, I came across, I've always been wondering how in the world did this idea come about that Hebrew is a non-Aryan language? And uh, obviously the uh, idea is promoted by the Jews themselves, right? That because they're the Shemites and uh, Hebrew is the language of the Shemites that, and they're so different from the Aryans that the two people can't possibly be the same that the Indo-Aryan languages and Shemitic must be different, right? But, of course, that's a lie. The fact is that uh, that Hebrew is an Aryan language because the real Shemites are Aryans. <laughs> right. And, yeah, and uh, in this, uh, I think I mentioned last week, the blood of Athalia, uh, I found out that the Phoenicians actually practiced circumcision, which is proof that they were Hebrews. Because uh, uh, only you know they're not Canaanites, although they may have had some Canaanites with them, and I'm sure the whole business because uh, Phoenicia was a business, an empire of merchants. It was not; it did not have a military. That uh, whenever you have something like that, the Jews take it over, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sure that that happened to Phoenicia as well, and as it corrupted, it corrupted itself. So. Uh, all this evidence, uh, evidence is piling up that even the Phoenicians, who everybody agrees are Aryans, spoke Hebrew. They agree they spoke Hebrew. 
And now I have proof that they practice circumcision, and only the Hebrews practice circumcision. Okay. Mm-hmm. And even in those days, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, uh, what's today known as Arabs, the, the descendants of uh, uh, Ishmael, they were Hebrews because they were descendants of Abraham. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just in much later times that they, uh, and they practiced circumcision, uh, in much later times they began to race mix and uh, become non-Hebrews. Okay. So uh, it's all very consistent. In fact, I should put that in the slideshow as well mm-hmm. to, to prove that uh, we Aryans uh, are Hebrews and uh, the, the, the Jews are not. Yeah, I think I should put that in there. So anyway, uh, looking very much forward to uh, do, doing a, a video for Eurofolk Radio. And uh, we finally settled on the, the right broadcasting program uh, that uh, hasn't been giving us grief like the previous program did. <laughs> and so uh, we're adding more and more programs as we speak. And so it's getting better all the time. So, uh, you know, looking forward to great things right. in the coming year. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that video. Yeah. It's probably going to take, like you said, it's going to take you all a while. To, to yeah, that, it's so. going to take two, three months for sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. All right, Dan. All right. All right. And Good Camp Char, Janet, uh, Maggie, everybody else, uh, Celtic Warriors, Nibble Horse. Uh, good to see you again, Truth Historian. Uh, everybody in the chat room, thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. Oh, and I will be going to Harrison, Arkansas, and or Branson for Feast of Tabernacles. So uh, anybody interested, I'll, I'll make sure to contact them who live in that area uh, about when and where we're going to meet. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Yahweh bless. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.